Welcome to Carrying Connected Conversations. I'm Sydney, a spiritual mentor who guides and supports you to live in alignment by finding and owning your power. I'm Angie, a fitness and life coach, teaching you to love yourself unconditionally by staying accountable to your goals in fitness, food, life, and love. Sid and I are real-life BFFs and biz partners. Our deepest desire is to see you succeed in life by being willing and vulnerable to step out of your comfort zone. We're constantly learning from each other while also providing support through every breakdown and every breakthrough. Not every conversation is easy. It's the difficult ones that lead you to create deeper connections in your life. We want to inspire and empower you to love your life. So get ready for conversations filled with laughter, tears, and everything in between. Let's get connecting. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Caring Connected Conversations. If you're new here, I'm Sydney. If you're watching on YouTube, hi. If you're listening on any sort of podcast player, thank you so much for pressing play and choosing to tune into this episode. We are starting things off. It's a new year. We've got new exciting things with YouTube going now. This is our third episode available on YouTube and our 103rd episode all together. 103. Wow. Can't believe it. This is a wild ride that we are on, that we have created. And I think the most empowering part of this journey that Ange and I have created is the commitment that we have created with each other to show up every single week to share these kinds of conversations, whether they're difficult, whether they're funny, flowing, and easy, but ultimately to share our experiences as we move through life, the way that we connect as friends and hopefully how we can inspire you to show up in your life authentically you and creating stronger connections with your friends, families, peers, and even with yourself. So this is a commitment that we are on. We are excited to see where it takes us. But for now, it is taking us to here today, this moment, and the conversation that we are going to have, um, just checking in with each other and seeing how life is going. So let's jump right in. Ange, how's it going? How are you doing today? Hey, girl. Hey. Uh, today, honestly, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good because the past couple of days I've not been doing so well. But today is one of those days where I do feel on the upward end of the not so good days. So thank you for asking. I'm definitely doing much better. Um, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing really good today. I've, I've had some, some exciting things happening, some inspiring shifts, um, moving through. And today I actually did kind of like a healing ceremony for myself, um, earlier this morning. And right before we hopped on this call, I did a very restorative yoga practice. So very Zen and at peace and just very calm right now in my in my um, energy. So I'm not necessarily like excited, woohoo, let's party, like high vibe. I'm just very zen and calm. So 
yeah, it just feels really nice to be in this energy. You don't want to party on a Wednesday. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the interesting thing is, is that my morning, um, not yoga, my morning meditation, um, my, I've been doing a meditation practice every single morning this new year where it's unguided. So I just like focus on my breath and I just allow myself to be led wherever I'm meant to go with that meditation. And this morning I actually had some um, music playing in the background. And so I was led to a dancing ceremony. <laughs> so oh, that's funny. So I, t- in my morning meditation, I was like dancing in my connection to the earth. So it's funny that, that you say what celebrate on Wednesday. So I did, I did kind of have like that celebratory moment this morning in my meditation. Oh, I love that. I also love that you've found this new way of meditating every single day. Like that's so desirable for me to want to have in, in my life as well. So I'd love to know a little bit more about it. How, how did you come up with this, um, with this routine for yourself and how did you shift to create it specifically in the morning as opposed to kind of throughout the day? Cause I know you, ha- you did do it throughout the day sometimes, or there's a specific time throughout the day. So yeah, give me all the things. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I don't even think that it was a moment where I just said like, this is what I'm going to do. I just kind of started doing it. And then I realized the impact that it was having and the effect that it was having on me, the positive impact that it was having. And then I kind of like created my commitment from there. So I got a new journal, um, because my other journals were full and lately I had just been like using scrap loose paper to write, which is kind of like challenging to like keep track of all of that. So I got a new journal from the dollar store and my very first, um, I'm staying at my parents' condo right now and they are away, they're, they're out of town. And so I have this space for myself. And so the very first day that, the very first morning that I woke up in my own space, I decided that I was gonna do a meditation and I used my journal. I did a meditation where I just let my spirit guides guide me through the meditation and lead me through whatever I needed to experience or see or know, really um, allowing my intuition and my clairvoyant and my clairaudient abilities to guide me through my meditation practice. And afterwards, I journaled about it and I wrote all the things that came through. And so from that, and then the next morning I did the same thing because it had felt so good. And then I realized, oh, this journal is going to be my journal for my meditation practice. I'm starting a program this year, um, my very first time running a program. It's called Spirit of Air Program. And it's focused on guiding uh, other like-minded beings to better understand their spirit, who they came here to be, so they can trust themselves as they follow their soul path and they lead themselves through their soul purpose. And so part of that is strengthening your intuitive abilities and your your psychic abilities. We all have access to these psychic abilities. It's just they've been sitting dormant inside of us for years, decades most likely our entire life. So my meditation practice is a way for me to practice strengthening my abilities. That is awesome because uh, so many reasons, (laughs) but I think the, the biggest one for me of why it's so awesome is that you're keeping track 
like keeping a little journal to keep track on where your meditations lead you. And I think that's so important because it kind of adds into the intention as to why you're even creating the meditation in the first place, right? You're, you're doing it so you can be present in your body. And then when you journal on it, it's like, you're able to reflect on what had just happened from being present. And it kind of creates like another level of awareness and another level way of being present in the moment, but also even though it's after the fact, like the, the journaling is after the fact of the meditation, it's, you're still able to kind of write of what it was like to be present. And then when you're able to then reflect on what it was like to be present, like it's a, it's a very interesting, um, a very interesting cycle. I want to say that, that you've created for yourself. And I think that that's a very powerful way of bringing the intentionality back into being present. And I, 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 yeah, I love the idea of journaling after meditation because personally I have never, ever journaled after meditation. I've always journaled and then led myself into a meditation or I did one or the other. Um, but I've never done it in the order that you did. So I think that that's very intriguing. I think it's really interesting the way that you, you brought journaling is what your mind went to in my, um, explanation of, you know, meditating and, and how it's helping me. I think journaling is the way that we acknowledge what's happening in our lives. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're acknowledging our thoughts and the story that our thoughts are creating. Maybe we're acknowledging our feelings and our emotions that had been triggered because of an experience we went through. We're acknowledging our past and what we're carrying from it. We're acknowledging our future and what we're worrying about it or what we're dreaming about it, right? Journaling is the awareness piece. It's not just like sitting there and thinking, it's actually saying, this is what I feel happened. This is what I think happened. What can I gain from that? What can I learn from that? And how do I want to move forward? And so for me, being a spiritual mentor, I've dedicated my life to helping other people heal from their past pains and and be willing to follow where their spirit is guiding them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time I used meditation or journaling or whatever I was experiencing as How can I learn from this so I can give back to my community as a spiritual mentor? And I realized at the start of this year upon my own reflection that I was using my practices as a way to enhance my business. And I forgot that my business and being a spiritual mentor is because of the lifestyle that I've chosen to lead. And so using this meditative practice in the mornings and journaling about my meditation after the fact is me acknowledging the, the expansion that I'm creating through my meditation because of the lifestyle that I'm choosing to live, right? For me, my spirit is so strong in my body and my mind, and it's easy for me to fall back into my ego, So what can I do to create harmony between my ego and my spirit? Well, I meditate and I acknowledge what I experience through my meditation because that's when my spirit really comes forward. So that journaling practice is bringing acknowledgement to the experience that I had through my meditation so I can strengthen those abilities and I can build trust in them. I like that. So it's, it's instead of creating the intention of of journaling of the aftermath of being present. It's more, you're now using it as a tool to help assist you in your business. 
which is very interesting because most people would obviously not do that because most people don't have, well, I'm sure I should say most people, some people, not all people are on the same path line as you. So it makes sense why your journaling is used with that intention after the fact. But where I brought it in was more for our listeners and our watchers for them to use kind of both of those tools together in combination. Because like I said earlier for myself, I've been able to use them individually. I've used one of them together from the meditation membership, the, the one that I'm a part of for, um, with your program there, Sid. And we've always journaled before going into the meditation. And again, I've never even tried to kind of combine the two. It's always been one or the other. So that was the first time I was actually able to bring those two practices together. And I think that's so beautiful the way that you would explain it, because it also shows and it proves that like the life that you're living is for you to create that, that continuous flow of peace and harmony and just continuously bouncing from one to the other, right? And without having that ego come forward, but you're on your spiritual journey, desiring to create a deeper connection with your inner spirit and your soul path, but you feel lost in how to create more joy and calmness through life's challenges. In the meditation membership, you will feel seen for who you are and understood in a way that feels empowering and uplifting alongside a community of like-minded beings. For only $33 per month, you will get two live calls filled with spiritual lessons, open-minded conversation, and powerful guided meditations. Join the meditation membership for more connection and support as you grow into the best version of you. Creating the intentionality behind it all in terms of how you do it is where you help the clients in your life for them to succeed to that also same place that you're at, that level of harmony and, and peace and contentment and all those wonderful, calming feelings. Yeah, totally. And, and it's like, as much as it is for my business, cause it is, I'm a spiritual mentor. I think really what I am learning through this experience is that it's, it's actually for me. Because when I can connect to myself and when I can trust my spirit and when I can listen to the messages that are coming through and use that guidance in my life, then I'm, a, I'm that much more strong. I'm that much stronger. I'm that much wiser and I'm that much more committed to my business and showing up for my community. And I agree with you in the sense that like, I also had never Oh, I had, I had journaled after meditation, like previously, but I'd never used it as often. I always, and it's why I created my meditation membership in the layout that it, it is with journaling, then meditating, because that's how I not only brought awareness into where I needed to heal, where I needed to release, where I needed to grow or learn, mm -hmm. um, but it's also how I took that awareness and I allowed that energy, that information to be integrated and embodied into my entire being. And I think combining the journaling and the meditating is what for me, combines the practice of your mindset healing with energy or with spirit. I agree. And it's, it kind of brings us back to the idea of like, well, it's bringing me back to the idea of how you do one thing is how you do all things. So even though it's just this one little thing that you're doing, it, it's still somehow all interconnected. And the way that you've been able to connect them to is, is more off of like a feeling that you're obtaining from doing the meditation and a feeling from doing from the journaling. Right. But 
that feeling is still generally the same. So it's almost like, why, why not combine the two? Because then you're just using it with a completely different intention. And I think that that's so amazing. Like how I said earlier, yeah, it is. It's so, it's so different. Right. And, and ultimately what it is, is me bringing my spirit into all aspects of my life, right? right? Bringing spirit into my meditation, bringing my spirit into my journaling, bringing my spirit into my business, bringing my spirit into my lifestyle. And so those practices are what help me to get grounded and connected to my spirit. So I can allow that energy to be what's guiding me forwards. Um, So that's what I'm working on. That's, you know, what I've committed myself to right now. And I'm excited to see where it leads me and and what I'm going to be able to learn from it. Um, But I don't want to talk about me forever. I want to jump into what you're going through right now. And and I want to kind of touch on what you said earlier when I asked you how you were doing. You, I had written it down so I didn't forget. You had said that today you felt like you were going on the up of this downward wave. And for those of the listeners that have been around for a while now, you know, we've talked a lot about human design in our past. And and I know, Ange, that you are an emotional authority. And so what that means is you have low lows and you have high highs and you have this emotional wave. And we've talked Mm -hmm. about it on the podcast before. So I want you to kind of Dig in a little bit more sharing, you know, what you're experiencing through that, how you're helping yourself, how you're hindering yourself, um, kind of update me on what, what you're going on right now, what you're going through right now. Absolutely. So those of you that are watching this, as well as listening, I'm literally in the middle of it, in the middle of it. So I haven't fully processed everything, but yesterday I had such an amazing chat with my mental health coach it helped me bring such a level of awareness and a different perspective into my situation that it allowed me to almost release some of those heavy emotions that I was holding onto. So without getting into the details, because again, I don't feel comfortable going into the details, but I'm, I'm able to chat about my feelings about the whole situation. So on Wednesday, I, um, I had a, a very important appointment and I got some very good factual information, which will help me make a clear decision moving forward per se. And with all that information that I had gathered, some things were great and some things were not so great. And originally when I spoke, so I I technically do have two mental health coaches. Um, One is more of a counselor, um, more so than a mental health coach. Um, But anyways, with the, the counselor that I was speaking to, I when I first brought it up, I said, you know, it's not that I'm disappointed with the news. It's that I, you know, I just wish it was something different. But with me saying that, that acknowledging, that acknowledging peace, what I didn't realize what I was doing was I was sitting on that thought from Thursday, Friday, Saturday until, so it was like three days where I was catching myself all of a sudden close to like Sunday night, I'm on this really heavy wavelength. Like I feel I'm in my, a depressed state. I don't feel like I have any drive. I don't feel like, what's the point of even waking up today? Like, why should I even do anything? Like, there's just no point because it, and I couldn't figure out why I, I, I was in that position. And through speaking to um, my mental health coach yesterday, that's again, where that awareness piece kind of came forward. And 
what I recognize for myself is that I didn't, and I, and I don't think I still do, which is okay, which is probably why I feel like this lesson is continuously coming forward is I don't, I cannot see the triggers before they happen or while it's happening. I can only see how it's a trigger after the fact. And what I came, um, to acknowledging is my use of social media. And I know there's going to be so many people relating to this, and this is why I'm so happy to talk about the details on, on this part. So Thursday, might have even started Wednesday night. I don't know specifically days, but generally speaking, as of Thursday, when I had, after that chat I had with my counselor, where I said I wasn't necessarily disappointed with the outcome, um, I decided to completely suppress my emotions on how I felt about the situation. And what I did is I picked up my phone and I just kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through all those reels, which is the Instagram TikTok version, if you guys are not up to date with social media yet. (laughs) So I was essentially watching TikToks on the Instagram platform. Sometimes I watch them on Facebook and I just rotate back and forth the two because they're two totally different and they're addicting, right? I watch them all the time. But the problem was, is I'm watching them so often that I'm numbing myself to my current reality. I'm numbing myself to the things that I need to do. I'm numbing myself to the things that I have to do. And I'm numbing myself to the things of what I want to do. Cause I don't want to sit there and scroll through social media, but it's easy. Cause it's numbing that heavy feeling that I felt since my, my big appointment on Wednesday. So kind of bringing all of that in, was a little alarming because then in that conversation I was having with my mental health coach, I was stuck on this teeter totter, this teeter totter in a level of self-awareness to, in the other, at the other end of the teeter totter was this victim mindset. And I can clearly see when and how I'm on both sides of the spectrum, both ends of the teeter totter, which one's up, which one's down. But for some reason, and this is the conclusion I came to, I don't know why, but I do. I criticize the shit out of myself, no matter what side of the spectrum I'm on. I'm not kind to myself. I am not showing myself compassion. I am not allowing myself to flow through those emotions. And instead I'm like, why don't you see yourself getting to those triggers faster? You know what to do. You know, this is a trigger. So why are you not being proactive and getting yourself out of it? You don't like the way that you're treating yourself right now by not doing the things that you have to do by not doing the things that you want to do. And yet you're still not, you're still choosing to not do them. Why? And then I'm stuck in this. I don't know why (laughs) it's like, I'm having this full like dialogue conversation with myself and, and I didn't realize that I was doing that since Thursday. So it was just very interesting how it kind of came up in conversation with my mental health coach yesterday because I we came back full circle. Like, I don't know what's happening. Okay, this is actually why it's happening. And then this is what I did while it's happening. And and now here we are still chatting about it. Um, again, because I'm I'm on the upward, the upward end of it. And when I say the upward end of it, to kind of like touch base on those emotional waves that you were talking about earlier. It's like I get in my high highs and my low lows, my low lows. It feels like a depressive episode. Um, for those of you that are new to the, um, new to the, new to the podcast, I have been diagnosed with maldepression in the past, also ADD and a bunch of other wonderful, <laughs> fun things. Um, so I, 
I don't see it necessarily as, as me being depressed. I just see it as a depressive episode, if that kind of makes sense. And when I come out of the depressive episodes, that's where my level of self-awareness is so heightened because I could see what had happened to lead me up into that point. But when I'm in that depressive episode, I'm, I got my blinders on, like, I can't see anything. I can't create that higher level of awareness Mm -hmm. that I do after the fact. So, um, yeah, I know that was a lot, but I, I just really wanted to be so explanatory in that. Cause I know we've had our own little private chats too, Sid. Um, but yeah, I that's think, just what I've been going through. <laughs> first of all, thank you for sharing. Um, I think a lot of people are going to resonate with what you just shared. I, you know, a lot of the points that, that you offered that you, not only have experienced in this situation, but you know, you've experienced in the past and you're still kind of experiencing them right now. I think a lot of people can say, I see myself in you, Ange, and I as well see myself in you and in you, Ange, you say that you use social media to suppress and numb your emotions. I think my relationship with social media has not been healthy for a long time in my own ways. And so I too am trying to find ways to have a better relationship with social media or have boundaries that, you know, better protect me with my use of social media. You know, you talk about criticizing yourself, no matter what end of the spectrum you're on, on that teeter totter. I think we're all our own worst critics. And this is something that I work myself with all the time. And I work like with my clients with, and you and I have talked to each other about this. We're always going to put ourselves down. Tired of trying multiple fad diets and various workout programs yet still feel like there is nothing working, lacking the consistency and confidence in your own knowledge of what to do in and out of the gym is why those last 10 pounds feel impossible to lose. You need the accountability to remind yourself this is a lifestyle you're creating, not an end result. Why? Because your happy, healthy life is the result. I'm here to show you how to feel good about your body every single day. And the Fit and Free membership does just that. It's for the woman who needs accountability and a structured program or routine. For only $40 a month, you'll get eight live recorded workouts with a personal trainer, one mindset coaching call, and over 50 plus different workouts to do on your own every single month. Get started by joining the Fit and Free membership today more than we would ever put anyone else down. Um, So I think, and then you said that you can't see your triggers until after the fact. I think that that is the majority of us. I think it takes a lot of healing and a lot of growth to be able to get to the point where we recognize the triggers beforehand, or we recognize the trigger while it's happening. So everything that you've shared I just want to reiterate, like, you're not alone in those emotions. You're not alone in those thoughts. You're, you're not alone in that experience. I think literally what you explained, millions of people across the world are also experiencing this. And I think the fact that you have chosen to share, and again, not getting into the details because that's not the point. Like the reason why you're experiencing what you're experiencing is not the point, but the way that you laid it out so raw and so honest and, and vulnerably, 
I think so many people are going to hear your words and are going to look at themselves and say, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. Someone else experiences this as well. And I think that's the point of these conversations. I'm not supposed to sit here and give you all of the answers because ultimately we have to learn ourselves. Somebody else telling us the answer is not how we're going to learn. We're just going to repeat the same thing until we finally learn it for ourselves. So Mm -hmm. the reason why I'm sitting here choosing to respond off of what you just shared is to say, thank you for sharing because these conversations need to be had. And the two moments you, you only mentioned one of them and the other one you didn't mention, but I know because you told me previously the two moments that I think are most important in this entire experience is reaching out and asking for help. And so you talk to your mental health coach, you have someone set up in your corner, you make these appointments Mm -hmm. ahead of time without even knowing what's going to happen in your life. You have these appointments set up because you know that you're in a stage of your life where you need help and we all need help. So there's no specific stage of life where all of a sudden you don't need help anymore. Every stage of life, life in general, we need help. So that was the first moment where I think it is integral for me to point out. And the second moment was it took you four days to message me and kind of give you a little, give me a little update on what was going on in your life. And I responded to you and you came back and you said, thank you so much for the response. And I think that right there was another point of you reaching out and you weren't necessarily asking for help. You were simply sharing your experiences to allow compassion to flow into your life because we all criticize ourselves. We all get stuck in our own thoughts and we can stay in that depressive episode for a lot longer. Like looking at your past Ange, because we've had conversations on the podcast months, months, months would go by, right? Because you didn't allow yourself to share your experience in a safe and supportive space. And now not only do we have a connection, like our friendship, where you know that you are always safe and supported by me to share, but you've also taken that next step to have a counselor and have a mental health coach. So you have appointments set with people who are solely there to help you. And I think that's the most important thing to remember. Wow. Thank you. Like just, oh, I could cry right now. Like I feel so emotional. Like just thank you for just being so understanding, like as, as a friend, as my best friend, like I, I know you've been a huge part of my, my healing journey and I I want you to know that. Um, but I do firmly believe with, with what you pointed out, it's so important for every single person here is to, please reach out for help when you need it. Because even in the moments where you feel like you don't need help, those are probably the moments you do need help. And it's not to say that you're lesser than, or you're not as good as, if anything, it gives you that 
safety net, the one that you've always been longing to do, because what is safe? It's what's comfortable. My suppressive behaviors are comfortable. It makes me feel safe because it makes me feel like I'm not having to worry about all those other things that are going on in my life, but I can create another supportive, safe environment. And that safe environment is by having the right people in my life to talk to. And like you mentioned earlier, I, I didn't know that this was going to happen, that I was going to have these feelings come forward in the matter of two weeks. Since I last spoke to my mental health coach, I speak to my counselor now every single week. Um, and it's all done through the phone. And those of you that are Canadian, just a little side note, this is all covered under my health insurance. So like, it's, it's free, it's free for Canadians. So like, why not take use of this service to put you into a much saner space? And especially now with the times that we are in, like I'm in Ontario, Canada, and we are in our like fourth, fifth, sixth, eighth lockdown. Like I've literally lost count. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot of, of heavy mental um, mental issues, I'm going to say, and in, in hindsight and in whole going on. So it's important to have that, that one person to talk to, but we need to be able to be in a space where we can actually acknowledge that, Hey, I'm struggling and I, I need help. And I think that for me personally was the hardest piece of it all. Um, so if, if you are anywhere on the same sort of wavelength, even if you're like a little bit below or higher, it doesn't even matter. I just want to, I just want you to know that I, I feel you, I fully am with you in this and you're not alone. So if this is anything of a permission slip for you to go ask for that help that you've been really desiring, now's your chance. There's even like hotlines you can text or call that are, are free and the people respond to you right away. So, um, sorry, I just wanted to kind of take the time to, to point that out said, um, cause I, <laughs> it's helped me so much. So, yeah. And I think it's really important that you did share that because, you know, we're having these conversations with each other and sharing them with our listeners to simply show that having these deep, difficult, challenging conversations are important because it allows us to create stronger connections with each other. They're also important because it allows us to acknowledge our own experiences and stop dismissing the hurt, the pain, the weight, the stress, the anxiety, the depression that we're feeling, right? Like we're not going to be able to find solutions if we keep ignoring what we are experiencing. So I love that you took a moment there to just kind of reiterate, you know, how the listeners can start showing up and, and sharing with others and connecting with others and receiving that support that they need. And I just want to reiterate, um, well, not reiterate, but point out for myself before we jump into the card reading, um, you know, I said earlier that I did um, kind of a healing ceremony for myself this morning. I don't know if I said that on the podcast or our private conversation, but yeah, anyway, no, you did, you did, okay. you were dancing. <laughs> yes. Okay. I did say that. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Um, but after, so after that meditation, I had done a healing ceremony because I'd been getting signs um, through connecting with my spirit signs that there's healing that needs to take place on a specific topic for me. And this morning I, I realized that I've been carrying a deep seated wound that is connected to guilt and shame around asking for help. 
especially financial help, but just simply asking for help. I carry a lot of guilt and shame. And so whenever I am in a position where I need to ask for help, I often try and avoid it. And I try and just help myself because I feel like I am not capable in taking care of myself. And I'm not, not even that I'm not worthy of asking for help, but I just, that guilt and that shame is so deeply embedded within me that I don't even realize that that's what's playing out. And it's what's stopping me from actually asking for help. And so I only wanted to share that and, you know, just kind of to remind everyone that we're all going through our own things. And if you're feeling resistant towards asking for help, it might be because you're carrying something from your past that is telling you that you shouldn't ask for help. And so don't always listen to that, right? You're allowed to ask for help. Even if you feel guilty, just step forward into the uncomfortable feeling and ask for help anyways. Yeah, because stepping into that uncomfortable feeling is what's going to give you that safe feeling that you're longing for anyways. It's just, you have to get out of that level of comfort to get into the uncomfortability to find comfort to be uncomfortable sorry to be comfortable with the uncomfortability yeah (laughs) talk about confusing eh (laughs) totally I mean yeah totally it all I I wrote down one word from when you were sharing your experience and I underlined it and I think it this word really plays into the topic for today and in what I shared with my own experiences and with what you're sharing with yours and the word is acknowledge We have to acknowledge, we have to acknowledge that we need help. We have to acknowledge, you know, what we're experiencing, what we're thinking. We have to acknowledge what we want, what we desire. Acknowledgement is the beginning of everything. And that's what helps us to shift into that space that we, where we feel good and that space where we're creating a life that we want to live. Absolutely. And again, just before we jump into the card reading, I'm going to say this really quick. Before, when you were talking about um, sharing everything that's kind of going on from um, like having the difficult conversations, like it's important to let those things off of your chest and, and have those conversations with people. It's just as important to have that conversation with yourself. And I kind of, I want to reiterate the use of journaling. It's like, it's acknowledging that conversation with yourself. It's acknowledging your truth for just for, for what it is. That's it. No judgment, no criticism from there. It's just creating that level of acknowledgement. So it's having a conversation with yourself, which is also okay, but just make sure it's supportive conversation not a conversation. Like I just explained how I went through, cause that's not a supportive um, conversation with yourself. But I'm going to jump in because you also have to acknowledge the dark thoughts. You have to acknowledge the dark emotions. So I'm going to tie in meditation and meditation after your journaling of acknowledgement is a beautiful way to release the Mm. energy from those thoughts and from those feelings. So you can step out of your ego mind, which is what's criticizing you. And you can step back into your spirit where you feel calm, connected, and centered journal to acknowledge, meditate to release and connect. That was needed to be said right there. Oh my. <laughs> okay. Honestly, it's you. why. Oh, sorry. sorry I was just, I was just going to say it's, it's why I created the meditation membership. Yeah. For people like me. 
And just having that supportive space to, because sometimes you don't know what to ask yourself. Sometimes you don't know what to write about. Sometimes you don't know how to meditate or how to lead yourself through a meditation. I take the guesswork out and I am there creating a supportive, sacred, safe space for you to create acknowledgement with yourself as you learn, as you heal, and as you release. So yes, yes, yes. Shall we jump into a card reading? Let's do it. Cause I am like, told you I'm on the upward end of that, <laughs> of that depressive episode. And I'm in a perfect place to hear whatever guidance is wanting to pop forward. As I saw that card literally fly across the couch. <laughs> yeah. I, I was saying in my mind, what do we need to know? As you said, I'm in a perfect place to receive guidance and two cards flew out. So this is no what we need to know. Moose authority. You know, what is best for you stand in your authority, stand in your strength. Stand in your power. Stop waiting for other people's opinions to make a decision. Stop waiting to hear how other people are telling you you should live life. Slow down. Acknowledge what you're experiencing right now. Get reconnected in a way that feels good to you, whether that's through meditation, going for a walk out in nature, calling a friend, right? But ultimately, like I said to you, Ange, after you shared your experience, I could sit here and give you a bunch of lessons, but that's not going to help you right now. All that I can do is sit here and say, I hear you. Thank you so much for sharing. I support you. And that gives you the space to say to yourself, how do I want to move forward? And that's what Moose is saying. You are your own authority. You ultimately know what is best for you. You can listen to other people's perspectives. You can gain wisdom and advice for other people, but take that information and come back to yourself and ask yourself what resonates with me. So for the listeners, We just shared a lot of information from our own experiences. Take what you heard and check in with yourself. Grab your journal, right? Ask yourself, what did I learn from Sydney and Ange? And what feels right to me? What resonates most with me? You are your own authority. So start listening to the authority that is within you. The second card is Box, adaptability, adapt to the changes that are happening. And I was going to say something earlier when you were talking, Ange, but then uh, I forgot. I didn't write it down. This is what happens to me when I don't write something down. I easily forget. And this card is saying the world is always changing around us, right? You had mentioned being in another lockdown. Mm -hmm. And the message that came to me earlier when you were speaking is we can't control everything. Everything is always shifting, changing, and adapting around us. And so through acknowledgement, through listening to our own inner authority, we can figure out how can I support myself? I can't control what's happening outside of me. So how can I come back into my energy? How can I show up for myself to feel supported, to feel safe while the world is adapting around me. And that's what Fox is saying. You have to be willing to adapt to the changes that are currently happening. And you have that ability. You simply need to slow down, check in with yourself and try and figure out some sort of routine or habit or behavior that supports you Mm -hmm. so you can continue to support yourself 
as the, as the um, adapting and changing happens. Freaking damn. <laughs> Those cards are always on point. Like, especially today, that authority one, Moose, I needed to hear that because dang, like it's, it's so true. And, and quickly touching base into human design, my head and my Ajna are completely open. So sometimes I'm very easily swayed. Actually, I should say most times <laughs> I'm very easily swayed off of other people's opinions and suggestions and thoughts. So, you know, a matter of me taking in the lesson for myself is because I have to learn it for myself. If someone tells me it, it's almost like I'm putting myself into the position of, Hey, yeah, you should do that. But like, <laughs> choose to or not to right but the authority it knows and you know right like we know what is best for us so it's a matter of us just trusting that instinct and just following through with it and then fox is just there is that perfect reminder like yep <laughs> keep going oh my yeah and i just want to say too because it just kind of popped up as you said fox is that reminder to keep going it's also that reminder to set up the things that you know support you as things are changing so bringing back in your experience you have your mental health coach you have your counselor right you have these appointments set up so because you said that you had no idea that you were going to experience this. And then luckily you had your appointment set up with your mental health coach. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's the point is that if you can have someone to support you in that space, to set up those appointments, knowing I have no idea where life is going to lead me. And I know that there can be challenges and difficulties that I arise, that arise on my path. I also know that to feel supported, I need to have a space where I feel willing and able to ask for help. And that's with my mental health coach, my mentor, my advisor, my best friend, my right. Like mm -hmm. trust your own authority, but also have those supportive tools that help you. So while the world is changing, you don't feel like you're constantly being thrown into survival mode. Or if you are, you have a space to pull you back into creation mode. Yes, absolutely. And to kind of close off the conversation today, this is a reminder I need for myself. At the end of the day, we're friggin' human. Okay. Like we are human. We're made to forget these important lessons. We're made to forget the tools that we've gathered, the things that we've heard that will once help us. And then in our hard moments, what happens is we get to be human. Whoa. <laughs> so we forget. So stop being so hard on yourself. And I'm saying this to me, but I'm also saying it to you because we're human. Like we're made to make those mistakes and we're made to make them on purpose for us to integrate those lessons that we have been learning along the way. And for us to finally make that aha moment where now is the time to start implementing those things that I've learned along the way, right? Use that authority within, use it for what you know, because it's there to support you. That's all I wanted to say, but I want to close off the conversation today, but before I do, Sid, would you like to say any last little, last little things before we close off? All I have to say is thank you for that. That was perfect. That was absolutely perfect. Bringing in that humanness. So I, I think that that's it. Well, thank you so much everyone for being here and thank you, Ange, for, for being vulnerable and sharing your experience. Thank you. And thank you to all of our listeners and our watchers or our viewers. I don't know how you call it now on YouTube. <laughs> Both watchers and Both. watchers and, and viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Viewers. <laughs> yes. 
thank you everybody for, for being here and just holding space and listening to my current struggles. And by, of course, for those that are not struggling for you to be more empowered in how you can shape shift your life in a way that's supportive and safe and happy and content and peaceful and all those beautiful words insert your own at the end there. So don't forget, Sid did ask you guys a question. So if you need to rewind, rewind just a couple of minutes ago to get back to that card reading, because I think that's a very important um, question to ask yourself. It's also an, a perfect journal prompt. So if you guys are struggling with what questions you need to ask yourself when you're guiding yourself through journaling or when you're guiding yourself through meditation, that question that Sid had asked is a perfect question. So answer it to yourselves, share it in the comments if you feel inclined to do so. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, a little thumbs up, let us know we are on the right track. And of course, connect with us either on Instagram, on um, sorry, on YouTube, through email, through all the things. Let us know if there's also something that really, really resonated or something that you wish we chatted about more because we are always open in hearing your advice. We want to create this beautiful, supportive and safe community for you. So that is us opening our, our arms, our doors, our whatever you want <laughs> to you guys in hopes that you will also give yourselves what you need by reaching out for that help. So we're here for you. We love you. And we'll be chatting at you guys next week. Bye everybody. Bye.